fully loaded chew is tobacco-free, long cut, and pouches that gives you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz that you're used to without tobacco. Fully loaded chew comes in nine flavors and is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine there is. To give us a try, head on over to FullyLoadedChew.com for a $1 can of chew with free shipping when you enter the code OUTDOOR1. O-U-T-D-O-O-R and the number one. Lastly, many outdoorsmen are trying to quit tobacco altogether and Fully Loaded Chew may be that first step. For more information on our product line, visit FullyLoadedChew.com. Hey everybody, welcome to today's show. We've got a good one for you today. We're going to cover uh, our 2021 elk trip. Kind of just uh, our excitement basically more than anything. Just going to do some pre-gaming. And then we have Andy's dad, Roger, on who is the kind of the, the whole reason this whole thing has started 20 plus years ago. He's going to kind of talk about some of his experiences and kind of the history of our, our trip but before we get into it, let me drop our sponsor for today's show real quick. We got Cuddyback Digital, Cuddyback Trail Cameras, the the makers of the Cuddy Link system. Check them out at CuddybackDigital.com. Use the promo code MOWW21 for 10% off your order if you are so inclined. Um, otherwise, I'm going to let the show start and hope you all enjoy it. Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast with your hosts, Nate and Micah. I guess uh, and Andy's not on today. Well, we're just used, so oh, used to you not being here. Okay, yeah, apparently um, <laughs> well, I, I, I just get written off now. I looked at you and said my name. Um, Jeez. Anyway, sorry about that. Today's show, we actually have two guests sitting with us today. We got Roger. Glad to be here. Roger is Andy's dad. And then we got our, our buddy Russell's here with us as well. Hello. Returning guest. Returning guest. Yeah, yeah. he's been on several shows. Yeah, handful. So. The gear just, guy. Huh? The gear guy. The gear guy. The guy that gets me in trouble. The um, the show we're going to have today is kind of just pre-game in our elk trip. Uh, all of us are typically on the show, on the, on the trip. A little bit different this year, but <laughs> as we're getting text messages, okay. a little bit different this year. Um, just because things are changing. Russell isn't actually going with us. Going to New Mexico. Going to New Mexico. Yeah, lucky. He is lucky. Yeah, we all put in for it. but Yeah, we all put in. in well, there's, what, eight of us that hunt, right? Yeah, Seven. Eight. It depends on the year. Yeah. There's seven this year. We all put in groups of twos or threes. And we all put in for New Mexico, all put in for Arizona. Yep. Um and Russell and Brandon. Roger shaking and said, "No, you did put in for New Mexico, did you not? Did not. You sure? You yeah, told you told me that we wouldn't get drawn for five years, and I said I'd be too old to do it. <laughs> that, that was for Arizona. I think that was Arizona. 
New Mexico is the straight lottery. Yeah, Arizona is the one that has, yeah. It's just draw. New Mexico is straight lottery. Arizona is the one you did not put in for because it actually built the points. Did I put in for New Mexico? Did you put me in for New Mexico? Yes. 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 So, anyway, yeah, Russell drew New Mexico. Um, Him and his cousin Brandon both put it or got New Mexico. And um, they're going to leave the same day as we are, and they're going to travel with us to a certain point. Um, But we're going to kind of just pregame our trip this year like we did last year talk about what we're hoping to do and get done we're actually all going to get to go together even though russell and brandon are dropping down in new to new mexico but at least covid's not knock on wood gonna ruin it this year i just said knock on wood so hopefully none of us get it we're all gonna have some fun hopefully and um no truck troubles would be great yeah that we have that was great last year (laughs) Twice made it, made it out there, and uh, truck starts kicking out uh, def codes for the emission system. So we spent half of our trip trying to get the truck fixed so we can go back. Yeah, we didn't even get there. We were Before, pulling, we were pulling right. up into the mountain, and the truck kicked codes. Yeah, yeah. Our last day, <clears throat> we were going to try another spot, and then your truck went back into limp mode, and we had to end up. Yeah, it was a it was a rough second outing, but. So anyway, this year uh, we didn't draw any of the units we had put into. We really just started putting in for preference, preference started points. Started building points. Yeah. So we're just we're going back OTC, and as we're building points, we're going to keep putting in for different states and things like that. But honestly, like we've talked about in our shows before, we kind of did this the wrong way. If we were going to do it that way, right. we should have already been buying points. We could have had yeah lots of points, but we didn't. So. This is the, the situation we're in. We're going why to our OTC. You, why didn't you tell us to start doing that, Roger? You're the senior <laughs> when, here. When, when I started, there was no such thing to worry about doing that. <laughs> you just went on. Every one was uh, over the counter. Really? And you were going second rifle a lot of times, second, third rifle. Well, we would we'd apply for first rifle. If you didn't get that, you could always go out second rifle over counter. Mm, okay. And actually been at third rifle over counter. Nice. That's when it's cold out there. Uh, and yeah. snowy. A little snowy. <laughs> yeah. We'll get into that in a little bit, too. I'm, I'm going to hear some of these horse stories. But uh, So what are we hoping to do this year, fellas? You know, obviously, we hope to Find get out elk, there. Find elk, shoot elk, or sea elk, shoot elk. <laughs> There's Russell's response. Yeah. Find elk, sea elk, or sea elk, shoot elk. That's, uh, isn't it just two? I think it's three. See elk, see elk, shoot elk, elk, find elk, eat elk. No, no. <laughs> you gotta find them first. In, in Russell's case, he needs to find it. Yeah, finding is key. How much uh, <clears throat> homework have you done on your unit so far? Oh, lots of hours. Lots yeah. of hours. You lots see? of waypoints. What's your What's your key focus when you're going out there? I mean, what um, are you looking for? This year's water, I think. Yeah, I don't know that in that particular area, but it's going to be. I'm basing everything off water yeah. at this point. Sounds like a good strategy. A lot of Google Maps, Onyx Maps, finding water, sorting out springs. What? Like what is actual active water? What is? Yeah. And, and what's, what's not? Dry creek or something. Seasonal to. Yeah, some maps show water, and I think there may be spring maps. Some show water later in the year, possibly. So it's yeah. just. And this is a first for you, really, too, because this is the first time that. Like, you'll be hunting a unit where only 100 and uh, 
30 other people or whatever. I don't know what the yeah, number it's like is. like 115. Drew. In that unit. You know, so there's there's only at max 115 people. I think people. there's only 15 non-residents in that unit, so the other 100 are nice. residents. Residents. So maybe and, you need to find one of those guys be like, hey, where do I need to go? <laughs> right? And not we won't talk about which unit, but it's, it's a large unit. Well, yeah. I mean, so, honestly, it really probably doesn't matter because, like you said, you've got to draw it. you got to draw it, so can't yeah. get yeah. But we'll keep it. So hopefully, deal. you know, that, that is, is going to be a new experience for you just because we're used to hunting OTC archery units where every Tom, Dick, and Harry can show up if they want to and at times have. And, you yeah. know, it's it can make it a little harder and figuring out how to get around that. Yeah. And, I mean, we've gotten comfortable, I would say, with what we do. So it's a total different, yeah. total, you know, curveball into it. I think in a day's time we should be able to figure out the lay of the land of what's what's yeah. hot, what's not, and make a readjustment. Yeah. Do you have, like, what's the terrain like there compared to what we usually get into? I would call it a plateau with very steep ditches or runoff. Is um, there a lot of elevation change? Not very much, maybe thousand feet or oh, so. Okay. So it's not as bad. It's a little it's lower. Not there, there, there is some steep, <laughs> steep rock faces and such, but um, I think you'll be able to glass quite a bit. I don't. I think so, but part of me says no. Yeah. The aerial looks like you could, but I think once you get, there. get in it on the ground, you're going to have trees covering your your view. Right. Just so maybe so not as thick, dark timber as no, we're it's, used to. It's wide open. Right. Um, Kind of I would say there's order. 20 yards between each tree. Yeah. What kind of small bushes? This is a dumb question, and you might not. What trees are down there? Like, are they? Is it still aspens, or is it like no, something I, else? Zero aspens. So it's, it's all, something uh, else. Pine trees. Oh, okay. Pines. Pines and like oaky, um, oaky type trees. Or? I don't think so. I think it's just pines and. Yeah, that'll be it'll be it'll just be different because it's yeah. all you know the, the high grounds, big trees, low ground is. Sagebrush type right. stuff, bushy type stuff, pinion oak. Yeah, yeah. That, I was thinking some type of. I was thinking a uh, different name of oak, but yeah, oak type of tree. I don't know. Never been to New Mexico, so be at first. You're going to now. I'm, I'm excited for you. I mean, and then like uh, this year, we normally don't do anything. We don't have service where we go hunting, so we, you know, maybe once or twice during the hunt. Or during the trip, we'll go find where ourselves have service, and we'll you know call our wives and check in with the families. Well, this year, since you know Russ and Brandon are going to be split up from us, um, we went and bought the Garmin Inreach, inreach minis. minis, so that you know because really, as the crow flies, we won't be that far from each other. We're five hours on the road, so if something goes wrong or you know whatever, and Russell and Brandon need help, we need help. We really could, in half a day's time, get up or down to each other if we needed to. Yeah. So we got these inReach, and we'll be able to actually text each other uh, through these inReach minis. We paid sixty-five bucks for a month's service, and plus a yearly fee. Yeah, which is bull like crap. Ninety bucks. <laughs> Ninety bucks in the end. I just gave you seventy dollars, and now you want a activation fee? Whatever. <laughs> uh, They're gonna get it out of you somehow. I guess. So. Um, We'll be able to talk, so hopefully, you know, if someone gets lucky enough the first couple of days, you can we can get a hold of each other and then, you know, meet back up and or whatever. So, well, on paper, he definitely they have better odds than we do of actually getting on them. Yeah, so. paper, but I think prior 
experience. Field engagements. I think you guys are probably just as well up there. We we know where to start. Like we've been to this unit that we're hunting out in Colorado. Well, I've been there five times or six times, whatever the hell it is now. This will be my eighth. Andy eighth, you know, Micah several years, Roger thirty nine years. I'm just kidding. How many years you've been going out? Eighty two. Getting close to twenty. See, I thought I thought it was more than that. It might be. Well, well, yeah, it is. Of that area or in total going? Uh, My third trip out was to where you where where, where we go all are now. I've been to about five different, six different places. Nice. Okay. So we have the advantage of we know where they're going to be if they're going to be there. Whereas Russell and Brandon are just starting fresh. I mean, Russell's done a lot of homework. I've seen his waypoints. <laughs> There's hundreds of them <laughs> scattered throughout, but probably too many to just sort through it, <laughs> probably. Just delete them as you go. That way you don't get mixed up. Be like, ah, oh, did I hit that one already? So he's done his homework, but, you know, he's still. Nothing's like b- boots on the ground. Yeah, right. ground is totally different. Well, the bad part is. like you go out there and scout. Right. You're how many hours away? From here? here? Right, from home. Same hours as you guys, roughly. So 15, 16 hours, something 16 like that. to camp, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, so, so yeah, it's, it's not, not like, like you can just run out, run out there and, and do it scout cool. real easy. No, it's. Have you tried getting a hold of anybody that's hunted it before? Nope. I know there's, there's not much info. I didn't know if there was like there's a not thing. a whole lot of info on that unit either. It's mostly a mule deer. Yeah, I remember. Unit. I remember so, you saying that. Yeah, that, that can. But it's like trophy mule deer too, ain't it? Is what they're saying. When they migrate. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, it was kind of odd, and you know, maybe we'll do this differently moving forward. But our whole idea was, when we put in for it, we can stay close enough to each other that we could always drop down and help out or they could hop up if you know they well, needed help. originally when y'all first talked to me about it is we were going down to one of the southern places i had been before but colorado changed that to yes. a draw instead of over the counter which kind of knocked us out of going down there yeah so we we would have been oh literally two hours a unit next apart. to each other yeah. just in different states however yeah. And we were hoping we maybe could get leftover tags in those mm-hmm. units, and we looked, and there well, was Well, last nothing, year so. when we went out, you could have drove, driven out in, like, the second week of archery and still bought a leftover tag over-the-counter yeah. for the, that unit. This year, there was, I think, like, nothing. I don't know. There, there, well, there was a few like right six in the very or seven, I thought. Yeah. There, that's right. There was, like, six or seven, but we couldn't put in as a group. Yeah. So as you got on, it was first come, first serve. Yeah. So a couple, we could have ended up splitting up the group even farther because one or two of us got one and they sold out by the rest of you know yeah and we we definitely make it harder on ourselves by trying to do that but it's still and if nothing else we'll mark that unit off if it doesn't well yeah because that's what do what we want is we were like hey let's keep them northern in you know new mexico so you know you're going to be in a northern unit there and that's all three units we put in in new mexico were up north Mm -hmm. and doing the groundwork for the future so if it's if it's something that we don't the experience we're not after we'll make a change next year for something different yeah so that was the idea and we're still not too terribly far from each other you know like in a perfect world what i hope happens is you know one of us gets something and then you know we can meet up and spend a day with them or something and you know yeah it'd be fun because we got two trucks going out there so you could always wait a minute well, they're going. We have two trucks. What? We got small games in New Mexico, too, don't we? Yes. Yeah, we do. 
So we could, I mean, we could kite hunt. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'd be great for them. They're trying to archery hunt and elk. Get well, in there. you guys Come stay out. in the logo. It's a yeah. whole different world. Yeah, we could kite hunt both yeah. states then. Yeah, we could. You know, I might, not even, I might not even buy a tag this year. I might just go kill coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, in our spot, I think what we're planning on doing is probably changing a little bit based on what happened last year. For you guys happened last year and what started to happen. I keep forgetting you weren't there. Yeah. God. Yeah. <laughs> we went out together, me, you, and right. Lodge. I went out, but I just didn't unit. go to the same spot yeah. because of COVID and went, you know, a couple weeks later. Right. Yeah. And keep forgetting. From what we told you, you didn't want to go back. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think we're going to approach it a little differently. If we're expanding our range, yep. I would call it. I'd say so. We're... If it's as busy as it was last year, which I would, I'm betting it is. Bet it is. And people camping in the wrong spots. <laughs> First, in, my, right. in our opinions, definitely yes. <laughs> in their opinion, apparently not. Don't camp in the elk if you plan on hunting it for a week. I say when they're they're going yeah. to smell you and get out of there. Yeah. They're camping in the spots that we've. You've wrestled has killed elk before. They're, yeah, they're they're not a hundred yards from our elk bed. Right. So, right. Exactly. But, so what we're kind of planning on doing is, you know. I think last year we were a little shell-shocked with the people and, like, how to handle it. Uh, this year we're going to find out quick if they are where we don't want them to be as far as the people and use that to our advantage. All right, if they're here, we know the elk aren't. Let's go find the elk. And so we've got some spots kind of marked where we haven't really been before. We might do some overnight stuff. Um, in those units, it's it's not, not like you're in the – thick bush but yeah. it would at least get you further in that it's morning take you probably two hours to get back up where, save, on right, a four save you a couple hours yeah and then uh so you can get out ahead of it and potentially do that sort of stuff so you know we might actually camp further up all kinds of different things that we're thinking about doing to get around the other hunters that mm-hmm. we're going to be hand- dealing with which is perfectly fine I, they got just as much right to be there as we do you just got to poke your head in a different corner. That, there you go. That they're poking. Got to find a different. Got to get a little spot. creative. Yeah, and maybe, it, you know, it won't be as crazy. Last year, I didn't think it was going to be busy at all, and it was insane. It was insane. It was insane. So maybe this year it isn't. I, who knows? But well, I think I haven't heard of any other. Last year, and we've said it a thousand times, but last year a bunch of units got closed because of the fires and stuff like that. So that pushed a lot of people around. As far as I know, everything's back open. And yeah, so but hope, how many units went to draw only that were OTC? I'm not sure. I wish I knew that. I wish I'd have looked that up. Because I know there's several units in Colorado mm-hmm. that went to draw. <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me if in the next five years all the units are draw. Me either. It would benefit the hunting. I think so, too. Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with it. I don't, know, I don't know if they'll do it because of the revenue part of it, though. Sure, sure. Yeah, prove a point, but... Yeah, keep packing us idiots into the over the counter. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but if they start getting to the point where they're not getting the people coming because everybody gets irritated, that hasn't uh, happened yet. Not yet, but I mean, they're if still they, collecting the still revenue. getting that big money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eventually, though, I would think that they'll catch on. I mean, you got to think about Russell excluded, but okay, well, you, we'll include Russell. Let's say it's this was a normal year. How much money is sitting up on this table just buying a tag? About three year. grand almost. Yeah. 700 bucks a pop. I mean, there's five of us. Yeah. And all the money we bring in, you know, the grocery stores, 
I mean, they're not just going to try to – they're not going to throw that away. No. So I think it will take quite a bit for them to get rid of it. But I think the elk will have to suffer in some way, or whether it's pressure pushing them out, keeping them out, or something of that yeah. nature. But, Wolves. like, currently Wolves. as it sits yeah. – Hot topic. Currently, as it sits, it's the largest herd in a, of any western state is still in Colorado. Yeah. So, like, like the quality right. of that herd is on the decline, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I think that's a lot of people's opinion. I mean, I would I, rather yeah. have a good quality hunt and hunt every other year than hunt every single year. You know, yeah. take a year and go go mule deer hunting or go hunt hogs or right. coyotes. Coyotes down in Texas. <laughs> coyotes. <laughs> Which is really, like, like I said, we could have. And we're starting to do this, but putting in points in different states where, you know, uh, Mark Livesey, remember that episode we had with him? He was kind of talking how he'll put in for, let's say, four different states, and he can almost guarantee himself that he'll draw one of those four every year. And it's he's almost, you know, kind of building it to where he'll draw one of those states each year. And then he lives out in... Wyoming, I think. Montana. Montana. So he knows he's going to hunt there. We should have had our buddy Garen on. He's going to Idaho this year. This is the third? First. They normally go to Utah. Okay. They normally went over the counter to Utah. That's right. And they're having the same problem kind of we are is more and more people, um, you know, packing into their unit. And so they decided to switch it up. They've been putting in for Arizona forever and didn't draw. And uh, Idaho is over the counter but has a cap. A lot of people don't know that either. Right. Yeah. So you have to be, I mean, quick. They're saying only X amount of tags in each unit. And it's only like, what, like three or four units tops? I don't remember. No, remember, there, there's more units, but like the cap varies. Our uh, episode with Mark, he talked about Idaho being mm-hmm. a sleeper on OTC stuff. Yep. Uh, not Do, a whole lot of it. You have to be in state to buy their OTC? Can no. You? So they can buy as soon as they open. You have to be as soon as they open. <laughs> excuse me. As soon as they open, you have to be on and... I mean, you see the the amount of tags just ticking off. Talk about a server crash, right? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. Can't be no worse than Colorado. Colorado sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're sitting there. I, and fa- I have fought that for right ever since I can remember. Yeah. Colorado back when they had the internet oh. first come up here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't buy any minutes this month. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, Speaking of history. So we had Raj come on, which is, like I said, Andy's dad. Um, Raj is really the beginning of this whole problem he created. I mean, this is really all your fault. Thank you. This whole thing. This whole thing is really all your fault. So I thought it'd be cool for people to kind of hear what made you first start going back when you did 20-plus years ago. And then uh, just kind of, we'll we'll just kind of BS from there. A brother-in-law and me were sitting around at family gatherings and, Oh, we always like to go, should have gone elk hunting. I like to go elk hunting. Well, I know somebody It's you know, it's done it out there. I'll talk to him, and eventually we got together, and the first year we went out, uh, we decided to rent horses from a local out in Colorado, and we picked a spot. How he's picked it, I don't know. Brother-in-law picked where we decided to go. Me. We had two people from law enforcement, a doctor, and a butcher. And I'm the farmer. <laughs> Walking to a bar. <laughs> two cops, a farmer, a butcher, and a what? A doctor? Yeah. yeah. Walk into a bar. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's how it got started. 
We never. I'd never been out done it before. It was gun hunting. I've uh, been probably second season because we uh, bought them over the counter at that time. And place, so you were going we, out in the middle of winter. Uh, yeah, second season. Second, second week of October. Second, oh, third week of okay. October. Mm-hmm. Still uh, colder than hell. It was chi- chi- Well, it was chilly, yes. But uh, <laughs> we, we learned a lot. Uh, we rented horses. We took our hay from good old Missouri, found out, well, that didn't work. We got caught campground before we even got it unloaded. Breaking the rules. Can't bring our grass. Oh, you got to use your grass. Okay. We got to use their, pay their price for their. It wasn't fees. that type of Colorado <laughs> grass yet. <laughs> yeah, well, not then. Uh, it was their, their weed free hay. And Different weed. <laughs> up dark. We went Andy, up a place Andy's called. Really smoking this, smoking this joke. Up this dark Dude, canyon. I'm, I just laid one up for you. Yeah. <laughs> He dropped it. <laughs> yes, he did. But a uh, place called Dark Canyon, we called it Cold Dark Ass Canyon because the sun never shone. The walls were so steep. <clears throat> we led horses up five miles with packs on. Land, er, what are they called? Not landers. What are they called? What are they, the packs, I can't think right now. But Saddlebags? Yeah, well, they're a lot bigger than that. I think it's land. Maybe it is lanyards. But I'll, they're great, I'll take your great, word for it. They're great big. You put the big I mean, bags on. Yeah. Big bags on each side. We had. He had it down. Brother-in-law had it down to so many pounds as you could carry, and each had to be within a pound or so on each side of the horse. And we led the horses in five miles, and one of them got altitude sickness going in. Hmm. The horses? No, one of those five people. Was <laughs> Well, I'll, the horses I'll be, were I'll used be dead, to it. I'll be yeah. dead ass honest. And I thought he was talking about a horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why it threw the me horses, off. I'm like, they yeah. live there. The horses were local, so they are. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. That was our mistake. Is that though. a thing? I would never recommend renting horses from local trail ride people out there to go hunt. Why because, is that? Because they want to go home. And they will break away and go home. They'll just take off across the mountain on the trail. They don't know you. I mean... They know where home is, yeah. and they're gone. We spent more time chasing horses than we did elk hunting. Really? Really. So no success that first year? Uh, we were lucky to come home alive. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you, you start taking your own horses? Uh, I know the year after that. Now that is an undertaking, I'm sure. Uh, yes, and I would. I admire anybody that can do that because that is a, a job on its own, taking care of a horse, taking your own horse out, taking proper care of them. Because when you come in tarred and been out all day, then you got to stop and take care of the horses. And, you know, it's, uh, that lasted for a couple of years, and we got rid of them <laughs> and moved on. Now we do it on four wheelers. Yeah. Yeah. There's one year, though, you took a horse and wagon out, didn't you? Yes, we did. We were at an air, hunted in an area that was a state park in Colorado that uh, it wasn't a 50-inch trail, but it was a narrow gap. So we got us one horse and pulled a wagon that fit. We measured what it was. And it was like, <laughs> like the damn Oregon Trail up here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all in all, since you started going elk hunting, how yes. many people have you brought with on you? this trip where Roger is involved? How many people you guesstimate that you've went out west hunting with different people yeah. you're talking about since i started there's, there's four of us right here oh why i don't know 10 12 so really it's it's been a decently small group yes, over the yeah. 20 plus years yeah, you've been doing it yes 
you know, it's morphed a little bit, obviously. Uh, well, it, there's actually kind of two different groups. My original group that I went out with, uh, they kind of faded apart, and then you, you all got started. And well, and they stayed with gun hunting, and yes. they were going they, every they, like three years, bro- probably. My brother-in-law and them, they still go about every three years. Take still take their own horses. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I I kind of gave up the gun, went to black powder, and then from you all, the ones really got me into the archery side of it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I love it. To me, that's to me. You know, it's still a challenge to kill one with a gun. Don't get me wrong, but there's n- n- not even beginning comparable. Whenever you have one standing at thirty or forty yards and you're holding a bowl, compared to you shooting one at six, seven hundred yards with a rifle, there's to me that one is on the verge of k- just killing, and the other one is hunting. I mean, two different experiences. Two total right different. Yeah. It's I'm not saying I'd ever do it with a rifle though. You know, I've, I've thought right. about it I mean, it's each, each has in its own right so yeah, a different experience. Better success rate, I hope. I would guess so. Well, yeah. yes. <laughs> well, the one time we took rifles, we didn't see shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the adrenaline rush of when you're that up that close to that magnificent of an animal and you're holding a stick and a string, like a lot of them call it, you know, yeah, it's... Yeah. There's I, no comparison to the to the adrenaline rush. I'm t- I remember my first year I was with Russell, and we split up for a, f- a little while, and I'm I think I was walking back trying to find you because I got lost, and all no. I had was that little yellow Garmin that didn't have any maps on it. And next thing I know, I look up and 60 yards away is a bull, and I don't even think I remembered I had a bow in my hand. It was just like. Yes, I can't you, believe I'm seeing you, this. You marvel, right? So many times, so many things besides the, even the elk. I, you know, I marvel at what we get to see doing it. That's so fascinating. It's yeah. There's so few people to ever see that. I've never seen squirrels aim at human beings before, but I swear they do. They do. There's no question. They, thro- they throw they those throw damn acorns at us or whatever they are. They're pine, pine cones. cones. Pine cones. They do it on purpose. Oh, what, what, no doubt. doubt. And they're just up there like. <laughs> Uh, and then they sound so much like an elk sometimes, just like they, here. They, get, they can get that steady rhythm going. It's yeah. just almost like the footstep. Just to... Really no different than here with a squirrel and it. Like it's a deer. Yeah. I've come to realize if you hear it coming, it's more than likely a squirrel. <laughs> it's the deer <laughs> right. that but you always think it is. Right. The other. It's the deer that are quiet. It puts yeah. you up on alert. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And they'll sit there and yell at you. Oh, aggravating little suckers. But... I mean, you've had so many different experiences, too. I mean, you've been out second rifle where it's been snow up to your flipping hips. and Yeah, I've had somewhere I got a picture that would make the uh, Wrigley Spearmint Gum commercial back years. You were probably too young to remember that. But the, it used to be in the snow in the wintertime. I've had six and eight inches of snow on my lap riding a horse. Oh, my gosh. So wow. Uh, I, I've learned, we literally learned the hard way of make sure – on your packs that you have survival gear with you uh brother-in-law he got so cold he said i got you got to start a fire somehow some point you got to get i'm I'm cold got wet was in that wet snow yeah and uh, literally i finally crawled up underneath a big pine tree raked the top pine needles back made a pile out of the dry ones took toilet paper out of my backpack and wadded up and start, got a fire started, and that's how I got a fire started to get him, keep, warm him back up so he could get back down out there. Yeah. He got wet. And all over the years, you haven't, 
you know, a lot of folks, which I'm not, I'm not saying nothing, but a lot of folks, you know, go to outfitters and do different things. From the very beginning, you've been going on your own and yeah. learning as you go. Yeah. To and me, you, it's more about the experience of doing it than it is the actual killing of the elk. Right. That's what bad hunters say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll call. I'll, I'll fall into a bad hunter. Uh, but no, he, I'm no, going I for agree. the experience more than I am the. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Even when we don't see nothing, it's always a blast. It's always just a and fun I time. And I have never yet been around helping packing my own out or packing somebody else's out. That's when the work begins. Oh shit! Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. And it means that much more when it actually happens. Oh, yes. I don't care. You know, like we were talking this year, my first year going, I think we even had this discussion. Are you going to kill anything right off the bat or are you waiting for a bull? I think I'm going to wait for a bull the first three days and then I'll kill whatever. Mm -hmm. This year, the first thing that's legal that walks in front of me is going to die. And it's <laughs> it's because you, you're you ready to do it. Right. You know, and I don't care if it's a cow or, you know, if it's a little raghorn legal bull or something, you know, it, it's when it actually happens, hopefully it does this year for all of us, but when it actually happens, it means that much more when you've had to stumble, you know, for the 20 plus years you've been going, you've had to learn as you've gone. Right. And then of course you teach. And we've benefited from, from that. I right. Mean, we knew I'm, where, had a spot to go whenever we started going. Yeah, because somebody he, asked us about, um, yeah. we had a listener ask us about, you know, what would you do? And really, the the part that's been easy for us is when I first started going, Russell got me to go, and I didn't have to find out where we were going to go. Right. I, I was just going with you guys, and that's where I'm going. And compared to Roger, they only had paper maps back then. Right. Have, oh, yeah. have, I've got a whole drawer full of paper maps of... So, I mean, there's a huge the, advantage just to having something digital where you can download a map and. But even even that at out. that, it can be uh, intimidating if well, you're just two buddies wanting to go to Colorado for the first time or whatever. Last year, us three, me, Nate, and Roger went to a brand new unit, never been there before, and I mean, we with even with the truck trouble, we had to find a new place to park. We we moved the truck two or three times just because right. we couldn't. I mean, we come to find out we were using all the wrong tactics for that area of right. type hunting. We, needed a we, did, we knew, yeah. knew going in what we was getting into. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunate, the area y'all are hunting now, the first time I got to hunt that, it was by recommendation of a friend of the brother-in-law. He says, you need to go. He told us how to get there. And he said, when you cross that cattle guard, that's where you stop and camp. Well, literally, we drove and drove and drove out there. There's no cattle. This, <laughs> you know, finally we found a spot. And this must be where we stopped. We had no clue except where you find a t- cattle guard. That's where you stopped at. So it's, you know, and that's just crazy to me that I hope we're in the right unit. Like, because you, you can't just get on your Onyx or your base right. maps or whatever and go, yeah, we're in we're in the unit we need to be. Especially, you know, back when you first started going. That's. Yeah, but and then it probably wasn't as big of a deal back then, though, either, as far as what unit. Because we border, no we idea. board. Well, we border a unit that one's bull only, one's either, and stuff. So, but back then, I would assume that it was probably just all any tags. I have but, no idea. Um, was that a thing back then? Was there units and all that back when you first started going? I'm sure there was units, but there was units. Uh, but I think 
your tag covered a lot more units. Yeah. I mean, you there was I don't remember I hunted the same spot. It was up the same ridge there, but I don't remember a di- differentiating yeah. between the two as far as what where we could what we couldn't do. Huh. So then when as the trip started going further and further, and you know people started changing. Andy, were you the first, or was it, did you guys start the same year? You and Russell, no, Russell and I went Grant. Before. You went before Andy. So, I, I was okay. a bad father. I didn't take him. In. Andy was still in college at the time, right? Mm, he was in school. I was, I'm pretty sure you were still in college. College, or there was one year I think I went and played uh, softball. softball. I remember that down I in Florida. That. Yeah, I went and played softball in Florida instead of went elk hunting, which was you know dumb, but whatever. And then I started the next year. So you maybe that was it. you went before Rod. Yeah, we went rifle hunting. And your dad was already Russell's dad, Albert, was already going by then, or no? He, was was, he started. Yeah. The same he started year. with same the same year. year. Now yeah. the spot we're going, it was all of our first year. They went to a different spot their first year. Right. When I went, we went to the spot we go to now. That's so, the only spot you've ever hunted besides last year. Yeah, <clears throat> that's cool. And that was so your first year was your dad's first year going out. Correct. And then, who else was with you? Raj, Grant, Grant, and Grant. And that was Grant's last year. Then going. And then one, right. one, one of my old, my old, right. one of my mm-hmm. old hunting buddies is with us. Then yeah. okay. Oh, uh, Grant's very first year. Grant's been no. since he has. Yeah, because he went the same. Oh, way. Yeah, he went with me. That's yeah. right. My first year, Grant was there. I think he's like Grant. Been, Grant's last year was my. He's been like first year three times maybe. Yeah, one before and two one, with, two yeah. since me. One, one but, south and then two up. Yeah. So the first year we went to the spot, we walked. We walked uh, from camp. We let would leave at like what four, three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Go. We would walk up a horse trail. Try not to get eaten by bears. Trying to keep <clears throat> ran to a bear on the horse trail. All this. We dropped off kind of the side of of the mountain we were on and end up finding four wheeler trail. You heard it first. We, we would hear four wheelers, and then I mean this was kind of before we we didn't have Onyx then. I think it was probably just coming out, honestly. Uh, honestly, when I was out there the first time on horseback at that spot, there was four-wheelers out there. There was a trail out there. And we come down out of that trail on horseback, and we got to the end, and there was a four-service truck setting at the end. He goes, did you see any four-wheelers up in there? And we go, No. Well, we're putting a stop to this nonsense. And he drove a post right in the middle of the trail when we <laughs> stood there. Now it's like a freeway, that same trail. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the next year we went out, and Russell had that 50-inch razor, that 570, mm-hmm. and that we uh, were able to get back in there. And as it's progressed, the trails have gotten better, more and more used. So well-groomed. And right. And so now we take the ATVs, and we can get way farther than what we ever did before. Yeah, and where our unit that we're in, there's really not any backpacking. People, because people you, do it, and it's a people do dumb it, idea. But you're right. within half a day's walk of. I say we realized trail. we were killing ourselves because we we're limiting ourselves to that one. You can spot. only go so far. There's no six miles deep, right? Where we're at, unfortunately, no. There's not, and you're not going to walk six miles deep and blow down timber. It's just not going to. Oh my gosh! Especially I don't think you can ass. honestly get more than two, maybe three miles from an Girl. ATV trail. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and and that used not be that way. No. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting how, you know. Now, probably, sometimes we walk 12 miles a day. Oh, sure. But at it's any given time. It's inside areas. At, at any yeah. given time, you're 
in a straight line. If you knew which way to walk straight, it right. would take it. would be great, yeah. If I knew which way the oak were, I wouldn't walk 12 miles, but unfortunately. That's why they call smart. it hunting. Yeah. So it's just kind of cool how it's kind of morphed since you started 20-plus years ago. Rifles oh, it's and changed, horses. And, changed tremendously. You know, all this stuff. And, hell, now now Russell's and Albert's first year, hell, Albert, Albert loves going out there, but Albert doesn't hunt. He's our – he takes care of us, cooks for us. It's great because he – really can't hunt he's got a garbage back and just not going to work for him but he loves going out there and just being out there with us we try to get him at least a campsite with somewhat of a view yeah Yeah. which has been difficult it is i mean the more people that are out there the harder it is to get a good campsite yep my first year was my favorite campsite spot and we have not got that since but no we got it the second year was that that uh, did we gosh on the the point yeah yep yeah but you know ever since then we've been not been so lucky. Two years ago, I was probably my least favorite spot. But it's just camping. We're only there. At See, night. I really like that spot. Which is weird. It was it was terrible. on the road. I hated it. was it. hot. Yeah. Was was getting struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> Okay, a, there was that. Micah wouldn't remember that. He was yeah. sleeping through the whole friggin' thing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I think the, the one with the worse than that even yet is, I don't know who of y'all was with us. We was on the other side of the defense of the cattle guard in that parking area over there by the yeah. Oh, where the the oh, where I don't think the horses. Was and stuff. That was yeah, the right. rifle year. That was the year is yeah, me, you, and Russell. Rifle only going across the cattle <laughs> <yard. laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Snow, no elk. I think we've seen what one track. Yeah. The entire week. Yeah. In the snow. Yes. And a bunch of orange. Is that the one where you sat on the hillside? And you I saw just a bunch of pumpkins. I don't. No. No. That was the first yeah, year. There actually wasn't that many people out there. When we went I rifle, don't think we ran into, but maybe that's like because I think everybody knew something we didn't. Yeah, so. there was only like one or two other people there. Huh. First year I hunted, I'd seen we seen one man. Really? Yep. He, and he, bad part was he was a local, and we were on horseback, and he was getting to the top at the same time we were on horseback. <laughs> <laughs> he was a, a he was well up in his years. Nice. And you could see him going up every morning as we went up on the, the other side of the ridge. You could see him, we. You see them every morning, every evening coming down. That's pretty cool. But, you know, to kind of try to tie this back into our listeners, this is the reason why we all like doing this is mm-hmm. the stories, the memories. You know, if you're thinking about ever going out west, this is why Do it while we you, all yeah. love it. You know, I wish I'd have done it before I was in my 30s. And, you know, because the memories you'll you'll never forget although yeah. i seem to forget everything but you'll never yeah. forget the times of the people you're going out with not only the added years of memories your body i'm telling you as you get older it doesn't like it this way at all. <laughs> no it doesn't well and, and he's just kind of talked about how he got started in it but like the amount of stories that i think all of us have heard of, of every one of his trips is a, a unique story and most of them hilarious but yeah um, we'd be here till the morning if you just i mean yeah and I can sit around a campfire camp and listen to them. Yeah. You know, that's one of my favorite things about going out to these hunting camps is listening to the stories from anybody mm-hmm. yeah. about stuff. Or, just, you know, when we get back and I, you know, maybe Mike and I are hunting together one night or one day and we get back and Andy and Pat tell a story about what they had happen. Right. And you just sit there and the evenings when we when we get to have fires out there, sitting around those, you know, when we should be in bed. Yep talking is is one of my and then you get closer to people i mean 
spending 10 days together, you know, out there in the the wild or whatever with no service. No it's, showers. No showers. <laughs> you get close. <laughs> it's, no, you don't. You know, it's, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I take the man showers, what I call them, with the, uh, the wipes. The baby wipes? Yeah. I, I hunted with the man that wanted my first years. He would actually get in the stream with a bar of soap. Ooh. I'm not that tough. <laughs> Me either. No, I don't yeah. think so. I'll just do the baby wipe shower and move on. They are cold. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, really cold. You know, that's the cool stuff is just the memories. You know, Russell going out to New Mexico this year. It's going to be some good stories. I mean, that's going to be great because we're not to hear that. there to see the stories immediately. So we're, he's going to Even if it share. sucks, like, I hope it doesn't. But if it does, I hope to hear about every little, like, yep, went here and there was a four rattlesnakes and, you know, got the hell out of there and just whatever else. I mean, they got rattlesnakes where you're at? I'm sure there's a lot of stuff for not. Yeah, I'm not putting in that one. Tarantulas, <laughs> scorpions. scorpions, scorpions. Yeah, all kinds of good, good stuff. Yeah, a little hotter and drier down there. Yeah, it's it's about you know making the memories. So, yeah, we t- we talked a little bit of pregame in this show about mm-hmm. what we're planning on doing. Honestly, the biggest thing I wanted to do was you know get Raj on and talk about some of his memories. And I mean, you could damn near have a Tales of the Chase episode for every year he's went out. Just What'd you do? And oh yeah, I, I, we've heard some of the best stories. Uh, you know, sitting around that campfire that he's told, and um, so hope that we keep making those memories as long as we can. Because you do realize at some point you're like, okay, how how much longer is this going to go on? Mm-hmm. You know, do I have the money every year? Do right. I? You know, my my kids are all getting older. Am I going to be able to get away? Right. Uh, my son keeps messing with me every year because I'm gone during his birthday. Right. Well, you know, one day you're going to get to go with me for your birthday. You know, so that sort of stuff is kind of cool. But I missed a lot of his uh, Little League football games, high school football games. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> <laughs> don't, Andy, don't come across the table. Stay over there. I'll let that one go. <laughs> Good. Free pass. So that's that's kind of the, the idea of this the show was this show is going to actually release the day we leave for Colorado and you know kind of pre-gaming getting just getting hyped up for it you know it's not really a lot of information in what we did today we talked about where we're going to go hopefully what we're going to do we're riding in separate trucks right uh, good question okay why are you worried about that hmm? I'm just making sure <laughs> Make sure you get the same. Depends truck. on whether or not you drive your <laughs> yeah. truck or not. We got a lot of questions about what what might happen with my truck. It's currently in the shop. Don't really know what's wrong with it yet. Uh, or if anything, hopefully not. But old faithful's ready to back it. Oh, he'll be fine. That LBZ knows what it's doing. It'll get there. <laughs> Although I will say this: engine brakes are the shit. Yeah. Oh, they're a game changer, man. Yeah. Coming down the pass, that's yeah. Well, I can tell you stories about that. <laughs> <laughs> Micah freaking last year. Why are you guys going so slow? Don't worry about it. <laughs> the truck has found what it likes, and it's going to go 55 miles say, an hour. Yeah, mine will walk away down that pass away oh, from yeah. it because the way that the, the gear ratio is completely different. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got that extra gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and like Russell went down. the. You were driving my truck down mm-hmm. the pass last year, and it just it liked, what, third gear? I don't know. It just liked a certain mile per hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it was exactly. around 50-ish. Yeah. If, if you yeah. got over that, it would shift, and then you'd be going way too fast. Yeah. So you just... That's just nature. And then if you try to slow down, then you almost redline the thing. It does redline. Yeah, and that engine brake just... 
You can do whatever you want. It's nice, but you got emissions. <laughs> one, one year. Not no more. <laughs> so yeah, that's the show tonight. I mean, we just wanted to kind of BS about our trip and listen to Rod kind of talk about the history of this is the, the talking about coming down the hill. I was in a Dodge Cummins with oh, a God. five speed coming on Wolf Creek Pass. Yeah. That wasn't pretty. <laughs> Had seven horses behind us. So at this point, you're just kind of excited that you're still alive. Is what you're There's saying. time, yes. Yeah, you're like, yes. I believe that story ends with bottles of water going out the window to put on the brakes. Yes, the f- yeah. flames on the front brakes of the truck was coming out from under the fender well. Is that problematic? <laughs> <laughs> not supposed to happen. Not supposed to have fire. Okay, gotcha. Fire is not a good thing, especially if the st- stop traffic in front of you is moving out of the hi- off the highway to give you room because you they can tell you're not getting stopped. Oof. No fun. It wasn't good. Yeah, travel issues is really the only thing that sucks about going out there. We had travel issues both trips last year. You're, it, obviously, yeah. you're... Last year was a bad year. It's over with. Done. That's Gone. true. And then I overheated and all that crap. Well, although we learned four low apparently is a good thing when you're going a mile an hour upgrade. If that... Oh, yeah. yeah. Keep your RPMs up. Yeah. yeah. So fan clutch on. Yeah. And that's... If people are out there thinking about it, I realize it costs money to go do it. But if you're seriously considering going out west for elk, mule deer, I don't care what, antelope, and you're you're kind of waffling, do it. If you're in your mid-20s, early 30s, do it. I guarantee you spend money on stupider stuff. Yes. All of us do. So, might as well I've, spend... I've had a lot of people come to me over the years and say, well, how much does it cost to go do that? How much does it cost? Really, you eat if you're at home. So you, a lot of people, well, the time you get your food, no, it may cost you a little more. You'll watch, watch how you spend your money on your food. But a lot of times, it's not a lot different. Basically, the price of the tag and some fuel. And if you're going with a couple people and you split the fuel up, it's next the fuel's nothing. not bad at all. Yeah. So it really is the price of the tag is the difference. It's because the rest of the stuff, most generally, you have most all the gear yeah. it takes to do it anyway. Yes, you can go to Bass Pro and spend yourself into wherever. You don't have but to you don't have Sitka to, right? and all that. I you mean, don't have every to. Every first I mean, light and every expensive. No, because I'm guessing when you first started the, going, there was you were wearing yeah. cotton and Carhartt and same, whatever, you know. Same coat. stuff. From, yeah, yeah. I wore here deer hunting. Yep. So blue jeans. Wasn't it Marino and a coat, No. Probably. No, because there was snow on the ground. I had Carhartt. Oh, you had to have yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that's just, you know, that's the point is go. You know, I wish I'd have started earlier. Yeah. You know, Russell, for a few years, I'd kind of waffled about it here and there, and I'm like, oh, Well, no. he's liking that word, waffled. Have I said I that several times? A few yeah. times. No, yeah, sorry. You make me hungry. I pancaked about uh, it. You was asking how many different people. I was just thinking, the only bad part about once you start, of the people I've went with, there's only about two, maybe three that didn't get end up hooked on it and went multiple years and years and years because it's addictive. Once you get it and do it once, it's... Yeah, it, it can be problematic, which is a good thing, but, you know, because you sit there and waffle about it for, I mean, several years, Russell is, <laughs> gosh dang it! <laughs> you sit there and... Think about it. Think about it for several years, which is what I did personally, and then once you go, you're like, why the hell did I do this five years ago? If you want one big ass one to hang on the wall, spend the money. That's. Uh, I would say if it's just an experience that you want 
one time. Like you check check it off your bucket list. I'd pay the money, get a guide. Yeah, if yeah. you were go, I mean, go do, do all some that. private land or now, something. Don't sure. do what we're doing because right. we're definitely making it a lot harder. We're doing it for other reasons other than the hunting. Yes, we. If our you goal, want the experience, right? I mean, of just being out there and hunting and that, and being able to tell the multiple years stories and tell. Yeah, I'm, I know go, guys that go out every three, four years, spend the big money for an outfitter, and they. I know a couple of them don't have much stories to tell because. Right. They were put on elk instantly the first day. They killed their elk. And go, boom, boom. Got it. I really want to tell that story, Sit, sit on this rock. There's an elk that comes by. <laughs> yep. whatever. I, 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 there's there's that, times I'm actually, like, I'm ready to tell that story. I See actually, this big-ass elk? <laughs> yeah. I actually had a guy tell me. He said, these outfitters said, you go down this trail. When you get to them big rocks, sit on that rock. At 930, he'll come by. That'll be your elk. I'll be back in a couple hours and get you. And he said, it happened just the way he told me. But he said, that wasn't much of a hunting experience. He says... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain amount of you want to work for it. At least we do. I think all of us in this room, our idea of being successful is we did it. Ourselves. We did it. Yeah. You know, at some point, if I am uh, in my 50s and still haven't done it myself, maybe I'll go pay somebody to help me out because apparently I can't do it. But that that's a lot of it is getting I, harder and harder to do it by yourself it is getting harder and you know we've had a lot of honestly if you think about all the times we've since this group has really started going we've come close and or killed almost every year at this point i should have had four dead out and i, I in my mind i screwed up four times you got close enough is the point right so out of seven years that i have been Four times, I mean, I can name exactly. I made the wrong decision. If I would have done, you know, you changed your odds. Took a took a little farther shot instead of letting him come closer, or one I just straight up whiffed and missed. Um, that's the one that hurts you didn't the most. Miss. You hit the tree nice and square, apparently. The one behind him, yeah. <laughs> uh, I shot over top of him. Um, and then there's a couple other like ah, he's quartering to me a little bit. If I let just wait for him to clear that tree. And the wind swirls and he doesn't clear the tree. Or you if know, I would just stop when he was standing there, would have shot when he so, was standing there. Right. <laughs> just okay. four? Just four. Just four. So out of That's, all of us sitting here at this table, you see more elk every year <laughs> than any of us combined, and you only got four opportunities? I would say, honestly, le- legitimate opportunities to kill an elk, I'd say four. Oh, five. There was a cow one time. Oh, five. There's five. Oh, six. Five. And then, like, Russell, I mean, you had one year where you had a rough year. You killed a bull the next year. I've had a year where I should, probably should have had one dead. Pat's killed one uh, yeah. two years ago. Last year he killed a mule deer. Yeah, a year before yeah. that he killed a cow. Right. So, you know, he had, really. He had like, the beginner's look at you. <laughs> gosh, yeah. Well, the, the crap thing about it is, not that I'm not happy for Pat, but Micah and I were furthest away. Uh, from everybody, and so we couldn't really hear anybody on the radio. radio. And because we check in every two hours, so we thought Roger killed her the <laughs> cow because we heard something about Roger, and we're like, yeah. I said Roger killed a cow or an elk. I didn't. Yeah. And then come to find out, we get back to camp, and we're like, Yeah, Roger. No, it was Pat. Oh, well, that's fine too. But uh, yeah, it was just kind of you know, it's kind of cool to have those things happen you know so anyway um we'll stop droning on on this one but yeah. hopefully everybody you know 
just light that fire and go have these experiences. Whether it's just you and a buddy, doesn't which would make it a lot elk, easier. Doesn't matter if it's even elk hunting, just a trip you want to take or a you know experience go experience you want to try. life in general. Get it, yeah. get do go it. out west, go wherever. I, yeah, if you want to go, if you down got to, something you want to do. You better get it done while you can. Go down to life Florida and hunt deer in the uh, summer during their rut. You know those whatever yeah. those deer are rutting right now or do a do a hunting fishing trip all in one. There you go. Yeah, I mean you could do that. Go Nebraska chase turkeys i mean all the stuff that they're doing so well, i've had a lot of good turkey spring turkey hunt crappie fishing go together well they do yeah. they do so anyway when yes. y'all are hearing this we are going to be on our way to uh colorado and new mexico so wish us luck um after today's show we will be gone for several 10 days after this uh, we will have shows coming out during that so um be on the lookout for those but this one's just really us we are excited so we want to talk about it, yep. and um, there's really not a whole lot that we did, but right. we, we just... got to start recording earlier, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's getting a little late. How long we talk before this one? I don't know, but I mean, we, all hours. But you know, before I even left, you know, I told my daughter, I said, it's, "It's time for you to go to bed." She said, "Why?" I said, "The cows are out in the field." She said, "Well, that do anything?" I said, "Past your bedtime." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you slipped that one in there smooth. Yeah. That was actually a uh, listener-submitted uh, recommendation. <laughs> who, who was that? Huh? Who submitted that? Uh, the Bearded Trapper. Oh. Ethan. Ethan, Ethan, Ethan sent that one in, yeah. Hey, thanks a lot, Ethan, for freaking <laughs> enabling you. <laughs> you are banned. You can't. No more of that crap. I appreciate it, Ethan. Uh, you do, how did you, did you just, were you really trying your best to figure out how to slip that He'd in? He'd been waiting on that, yeah. I can tell. Yeah. I was, you know, just came up. Okay, so. Our, our trip's going to start off on a dad joke. I'll take it. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, good luck to all of us. Hopefully, hopefully, when we get back, we have some Tales of the Chase episodes. When we get back, then we have like, well, it depends on what day we get back, then we have a few days, and it's, Literally, if it's yeah. whitetail season here. Yeah. So hopefully we will have some more shows talking about what happened in Colorado and New Mexico when we get back. Um, if not, I think you guys can understand what probably happened <laughs> yeah yep. hope uh, everybody gets back safe in one piece that's what i always be great there's some of the train we travel out there that boy one little misstep and it could be a bad disaster yep and good luck to all you other hunters that are heading out west so. yep. yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of us flatlanders that are heading out that way it's Absolutely. not just us and kind of kick off to hunting season each year i think is you know that trip out west and come mm-hmm. back and we got several months ahead of us yep so, all right, fellas. Well, we'll uh, we'll end this one here. All righty, y'all have Russ. Thanks for coming on. Yep, Roger. Thanks for coming on. All right, no see you guys. Problem.